0: Welcome home. I'm John Hernandez, and you have tuned in to the CFA Church podcast. If you have any questions about CFA Church, feel free to visit us at cfachurch.com. We pray that you would walk away from this moment loving Jesus and changing the world. Enjoy the podcast. Well, hello to all of our locations. Hello, Concord. Hello, Davidson. And I want to say a special hello to our brand new venue, the Gallery in Davidson. So, uh, Concord, say hello to the Gallery right now. Let's cheer them on. So what what is this? This is a service on Monday evenings at 6.45 p.m. Because what we found in Davidson is a lot of people work in the service industry. A lot of people travel or out of town. And so we just want to create more venues, more opportunities to reach more people. So isn't that cool? So maybe you know somebody even that kind of lives out towards that way, uh, that that would fit their schedule uh, well. And, and we want to encourage you to, to make that available to them. And then I got to let you know that. This is that this is important because um, like on these you know the beginning of January beginning of September as we launch new series it takes a while for me to give you kind of the background and the introduction to the to the word before I preach the word so you got you got to understand this or else three quarters of the way uh, through the message you're going to be getting really nervous and I got to let you know that 75 percent of the message this morning is introduction Okay, so when I finally get to the text for the morning, don't panic. As you're looking at your watch, as you're like elbowing, what was, was Pastor Doug's New Year's resolution that he was going to preach an hour and a half? Maybe, you know, New Year, you're like, oh, I, I need to get back in church. And you're like, I'm, I picked the wrong one. I promise you didn't. Just hang with me here, okay? So uh, let, me, let me do this. Let me, let me give you... Uh, not only what I really feel strongly is the word for the house for 2019, but I also want to take you on a behind-the-scenes journey and show you a little bit of how God formulated this word. I don't know about you, but I appreciate people and mentors in my life that not only tell me what is going on or tell me what to do, but they take a little bit of time to explain the why, because I'm just stubborn enough sometimes that if I don't know the why... Well, I might do it, but I'm not going to have a good attitude. And, and, and don't judge me because some of you are like this too. And and so when you take, but when you take somebody behind the scenes and explain the why and explain the how. And so what I want to do uh, this morning is again, not only release the word for 2019 over the house, but I want to take you behind the scenes and show you just this process of a lot of times how God speaks because God wants to speak to you. Do you know that you come to a church where we absolutely believe that God still speaks in 2019 just just like he did in the days of the Bible. Now, what? Now we don't equate those words to the Bible. Obviously, the Bible and the Word of God is the authoritative Word of God, and we judge everything against that Word of God. But we believe that God doesn't just speak to pastors. We believe that God speaks to you. And so we want to help you, and I want to help you this morning, just kind of hone in on your, your spiritual ears and be attuned, right, to tune in. Because we all we all get this just because of technology. We all know that there are radio waves being broadcast all across the auditorium this morning. We all know that there are television signals and internet signals, and you can get in the palm of your hand, you can go anywhere you want to this morning, but you have to have a device that is connected, and so I want to teach you how, how we connect, how we connect. And I want to talk about connecting the dots. So this is not the only way that God speaks, but I've found that often this is the way that God will speak, and this has helped me in my life, and I think that it'll, it'll help you. So, so connecting the dots, connecting the dots. Um, God will often begin by giving you a point of information, like like God will, will there, as you're reading your morning devotions, there'll be a scripture, and, and that's kind of the scripture that you highlight. And you, you may not know exactly why, but that just kind of jumped out at you. Or maybe you came down forward during a time of prayer or to the sides there in Davidson, and, and somebody prayed something for you, and that just kind of resonated. Maybe you were in a, a deeper service or a Sunday morning service, and it was something in the sermon that, that just kind of, again, it resonated with you. And, and so, but, but here's what I found just just because god just uh because god gives you a point doesn't mean you have the whole picture uh, have you found that? Can I, can I help you? And this doesn't even have anything to do with the Bible. Just because you have a point of information doesn't mean you have the whole picture of information. And so I would just say to you that your 2019 will be a whole lot better if you stop reacting to people just because you got something that as a point, you don't have the whole perspective. So it would help you in your, I'm just helping you. I'm just helping you in your marriage not to accuse your wife before you know her perspective. Does that have you found in life that that there is more going on than you know? And so what I found is oftentimes we react to a situation out of anger because we know one thing: we get we get a point. And here's what I know about how sometimes when God speaks to me, that God will speak and I'll get excited. Maybe this will happen. Like You'll be like, man, I really I feel this. I got spiritual goosebumps. And your, and your friend asks you, well, what does that mean? And you say, I have no idea. Do you know that it's possible to be more confused after God speaks to you than before? Because when you have, a, just because you have a point doesn't mean you have the whole point picture and so what we have to do to move from point to picture is perspective and and what we need God to help us to do is to begin to connect the dots so I asked the team I said I said would you give your pastor uh, I want to just illustrate this uh, so can you give your pastor a connect the dots this morning that would be well to my level of ability and so they 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 did that I know it's real easy for you out there, but you're not under the pressure. You're not under the pressure up here of having to connect all of these dots. So I'm gonna ha- have to do so. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. This is where you're like, keep going. Well, it gets a little tricky here. Okay. Um, <laughs> And you're like, Pastor, you're kid, no, I messed this up in the first service. <laughs> like bad. Like, like, it's, like it's worth jumping on the Vimeo and going back and rewinding that here. So 12 goes to 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. Uh, see, see, I almost did it again. Because, and don't, weren't you wanting to go down? Yeah, well, it doesn't. Because sometimes God takes you in unexpected directions. I'm not, that has. God will use my mistakes, that's all right. 1920, 21, 22, 4, 25. Come on, give your pastor, show your pastor some love this morning. So that's what, so you say, what does that have to do, Pastor Doug, with how God speaks to me? Here's what you need to do when you feel the nudge of the Holy Spirit, write it down. Write it down, write it down, write it down. That's why we give you notes, to take notes when during these messages. That's why we encourage you to journal. That's why we tell you to write scripture. That's why just anything, to, if you even feel like maybe this sounds kind of spiritual, write it down, write it down. Because here's what, and let me just show you practically, this is how God revealed the 2019 29- word to to me for for the house and for the church this year. So about July, um, this phrase just kind of came into my spirit, and it was all about evangelism, and the phrase was this, Uh, I felt like the Holy Spirit was saying, Doug, I want 2019 to be the greatest year of evangelism that Cabarrus County and the Davidson areas has ever seen. Now, if you believe for that, give God praise. Isn't that cool? (laughs) Greatest year of evangelism. Cabarrus County and Davidson has ever seen. Well, that's wonderful, but that doesn't fit on a t-shirt. And that gets hard for me to say week after week. And so I've got, see, God will begin to give you a concept, but sometimes the concept is not fully developed. Right. So then then what you do is you begin to take that concept and you begin to talk to other people, wise people, not everybody, but in your inner circle. And so we pulled the team together and we started praying through this as a team. We started, I started uh, asking other people. We started formulating things and like, how do, what is God, how do we just really nail this down? And this is how uh, uh, it really worked out is then I began to go back through journals and through things that I had written for all All of 2018 scriptures and journals and God started to connect the dots he started to connect the dots and and so let me just walk you through this I'm gonna walk you through this now Uh, Genesis 1 uh, the idea of greatest year of evangelism that Cabarrus County and Davidson areas had ever seen has ever seen so uh, Genesis 1 then God blessed them we're connecting dots here then God blessed them and said be fruitful and multiply fill the earth Fill the earth. Now, I know all of these words are not exactly, but fill the earth. Do you see the connotations of occupy there? Fill the earth. And, and, and then the multiply. So I want you to draw that line in your mind from occupy to multiply, rain over the fish of the sea and the birds of the sky and all the animals that scurry along the ground. And then he and then he reminded me of Isaiah 54.3, which we actually did a series on this. It was called Bursting. And, and the word says, enlarge your house, build an addition. Spread out your home and spare no expense for soon you will be bursting at the seams. Do you see multiply there? It doesn't say multiply, but do you see multiply? Right? And then it says, your descendants will occupy other nations and resettle the ruined cities. Connect the dots. Deuteronomy 1, 8, and 11. Look, I'm giving all this land to you. Go in and occupy it. Let's connect now to verse 11. And may the Lord, the God of your ancestors, multiply you a thousand times more and bless you as he promised. So that's the beginning of, the, of Deuteronomy. Now the end of Deuteronomy as we came out of occupy in the last season. Deuteronomy 30:16. 16. For I commanded you this day to love the Lord your God, and to keep his commandments, decrees, and regulations by walking in his ways. If you do this, you will live and multiply, and the Lord your God will bless you in the land you are about to enter and occupy. So all of these connecting the dots, and then I went back and found this January 30th, 2018. Almost a year ago, I had written this, multiply is the result of Occupy. Doug, if you occupy, I will multiply. CFA, I speak and I declare over you that God does not just want you to rise up and cross over. He does not just want you to enter and occupy, but the word of the Lord for you and for this house for this season is that you will live and you will multiply. The heart of God is multiply, church. That's his heart. In the book of Genesis, God lost his kids. And the first thing that God did after he lost his kids is he went finding his kids. And then Jesus came and he said, my mission, if you don't understand this, you won't understand Jesus. That Jesus cares about the lost. His heart is broken for the lost. He gets up in the morning figuratively and he is going to look through the power of the Holy Spirit that dwells in and through you and me. He's going to look for his lost kids multiply. Let me, let me explain how this works. Let me give you a little uh, lesson in entrepreneurship. So uh, here, here's, how this, here's how this works. Five years ago, you had, you had a dream, and you loved two things. You loved cupcakes, and you loved people. And so you, you were like, how can I get cupcakes to people? And you bake some cupcakes for your family at a birthday party, and everybody was like, those are good cupcakes. I want more cupcakes, and they started telling their friends about them, and so you started baking for a few of the friends, and then and then you're like, well, maybe I'll give this a little home business idea, and so you got your kitchen certified, and and, and you got a little uh, uh, Instagram account, and you started making these things, and it started it started growing, and it it started multiplying, and and all these, and then and then you got a little storefront, and and some other people started started, and so you had to add uh, some employees to this whole thing now fast forward a year and a half later you wake up on a monday morning and you're doing nothing that has connected to your first loves of cu- cupcakes and people here's what you wake up and you're doing you're doing inventory you're creating schedules you're doing budgets you're ordering supplies you're you're doing future forecasts you're paying taxes are you have you been there have you been there? And suddenly you can begin to spend all of your time on things that, that are necessary, that keep the thing going but have nothing to do necessarily uh, point to point with your connection of your first loves of getting cupcakes to people and all of a sudden you're miserable because you're like, I didn't get in this to deal with employees and spreadsheets, I want to bake. Do you see how this works in the life of a church? Do you see how this works? That when a couple obeys the voice of God under a grand piano at Southeastern University 60 years ago and comes and starts knocking on doors because they didn't have a church, all they had was a call, and guess what? It worked, and people started coming, and we started growing, and we added services, and we added buildings, and we added uh, programs, and we added ministries, and we added campuses, and we added a Christian school, and we added a daycare, and, and all of this is good and wonderful. But do you see if we're not careful, church? Hear me. If we're not Careful! We'll start doing all of the behind-the-scenes things just to keep the machine running, and forget that our primary purpose on this earth is to get Jesus Christ to people. That's what it's about. Like Jesus, Jesus just loves people, and he will he will use you like crazy if you'll say, "Jesus, help me reach some of your lost kids." This will be like a year of adventure. It'll be. I, I'll share a little bit in a moment, but I get it. It's a, it's a little scary, and you say something like, well, well you're, a, you're a pastor. That's easy for you to share Jesus with people. No, it's not. No, it's not. I face the same fears and insecurities having a one-on-one conversation with somebody about Jesus that you do. And can I tell you that the enemy has done a really good job at lying to us and saying things like, oh, no, 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 no. You can worship on Sundays, but they don't want it at the office. Keep it out of the office. Keep it, high school student, keep it out of, the lock, keep it out of your sports locker room. Keep Jesus, nobody, nobody wants that stuff. That's a lie. That is an absolute lie from the pit of hell. That was one, of the, one of my favorite books from 2018 is a book called Them. And uh, one of the studies that they did was just, these were the four ingredients of happiness. and Not for Christian happiness, not for people that go to church happiness. This is just whether you wake up this morning and you're in India or rural America or the inner city or wherever you're at. These are, these are four qualities that, that uh, helps in the area of happiness. And it's this, number one, it's four, four questions so do you have family that you love and who love you? Number two is do you have friends that you trust and confide in? Do you have work that matters? And number four, do you have a worldview that can make sense of suffering and death? Are you, are you connecting the dots? Are you connecting the dots? This is, y'all, this is the gospel. This is the gospel. Let me just show this. I think it's real. It'll be real clear. It'll be like dinosaur clear once I show you this. So number four, do you have a worldview that can make sense of suffering and death? Life only makes sense with Jesus. It only, so that's find life. That's one of, the, one of our core values at CFA, that we exist to help people find life, to help people live wide awake to the love of God and fully alive to their purpose. And then we not only want people to find life, we want them to find family. Find family, because God not only wants you to connect vertically to him, he wants you to connect horizontally in relationship with others. And so it's the passion of our heart at CFA, not just that you experience the power and presence of God on Sunday, but that you have somebody to have coffee with on Monday. You know that matters to Jesus, and we want to encourage you these next three weeks, find your, find your tribe. Keep preaching that to each other. You guys are doing amazing. We've tripled the amount of tribes and people connected in tribes, and this matters to God because it matters in our, in our well-being. Do you have family that you love and who love you, and do you have friends that you can trust and confide in? Find your tribe, and then find purpose find purpose. And this is, again, this is a message of the gospel. So Jesus has come to save, to heal, to to connect us in relationship and to release the purpose within us. So it's, do you have work that matters? Find purpose. We've been talking about, and you've seen on the announcements where we're we're talking about this thing called a growth track. And this is four weeks where the entire part of the growth track is to help you find your purpose. We don't want you to just have to guess. We've got over a hundred ministries at CFA that you can jump in and be involved in. We We get It's intimidating to come to a new church. Some of you are newer. Um, My family and I were in uh, Pennsylvania visiting my family last Sunday, and we went to a new church. And I was raised in church. Now I'm kind of like... A pastor of a church, and it's kind of intimidating to go to a new church. And so uh, the GPS kind of threw us, and I was a little frustrated just trying to find the place. And not because of anything that they did wrong; they had great signs. And and I'm thinking, okay, what door? To, it's silly things like if, so. If you've been coming to CFA for 25 years, you don't even think of this. But if this is your first or second or third time, you're like, okay, this place has a thousand doors. Which one do I walk in? And then you're thinking. Uh, where am I going to sit? And then you're thinking, I've got two kids. I love my kids. I don't want them in church with me. What do I do with my kids? And I got to, I, you want me to do what? You want me to take them across the street? I'm already 15 minutes late, but we're, so do you get all this? And so that's why we have parking lot, a wonderful team of, of VIP and first impressions and kids ministry workers and all of our world changers and all yeah. Like what you guys are doing is you're helping people just get connected and get in here so that they can hear the word of God and and find. And so uh, all of that to say, if you were newer to CFA, would you jump into that growth track? I think you'll find that it is the best system that we've created to help you get connected to other people. It's a big church, a lot going on kind of intimidating I don't know anybody we want you to know some people and we want you to find your purpose but all that all that to say listen do you see again do you see how the enemy's lied to us the enemy has said people don't want Jesus but they want those four things and you can't have those four things without Jesus and so whether people know it or not they're hungry for Jesus they're hungry for hope they're hungry for life they're hungry for forgiveness. They're hungry for peace. They're hungry for joy. And they may find something that temporarily fills a void, but I promise a couple of months later they're going to wake up and they're going to feel worse and they're going to feel disillusioned that the boat didn't solve the problem and the promotion didn't solve the problem and the baby that they wanted and was a blessing, but the baby didn't solve the problem and all the, and the marriage didn't solve the problem. Only Jesus, only Jesus. And Jesus is the answer to all of this and that's why we gotta, like we gotta do, these two phrases have been just in my heart and that's uh, uh, what does it matter and whatever it takes, what does it matter and whatever it takes and in other words if we're not bringing people to Jesus what does it matter? right? What does it matter? And, and then whatever it takes, we will do, Pastor Doug, how are we going to re- reach more people for Jesus? I don't know exactly, but whatever it takes, whatever it, whatever it takes, we'll do, we'll do that. We'll start that ministry. We'll start that service. We'll open up another venue. We'll, go, we'll keep going. We'll keep, uh, uh, keep going until, until this work is completed. Thank you so much for joining us here at CFA church. It is our deepest hope that you have found the place that you can call home. For more information about this community or to find out how you can connect, simply head over to cfachurch.com where you can plan a visit right from the website. It is our prayer that you will continue to love Jesus and change the world. God bless you.